Oh, we should do Feral. We should do a uh, Amazon portal too. Hey, go to Amazon. Go to Feral dot com. Feral Audio dot com. Shop sure. Amazon through their portal. Amazon portal. Yeah. Portal. Amazon Feral. All right, there we go. Oh. Well, that sounds nice, doesn't it? Yeah. It's pretty smooth, you guys. This is the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast. Our first Yachter and Yacht special. Call this Yadder and Yad Volume One. <laughs> yeah, little mini sode. Mini sode, if you will. My name is JD Riznar. I'm Hollywood Steve Huey. Hey, I'm David Lyons, and I'm Hunter Stare. So this little special is like a tributary of the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast. It'll help you understand the true definition of yacht rock and help us continue to define it. Yacht rock is starting to feel like an accordion boat. You know, it just keeps getting bigger and smaller mm-hmm. and bigger and smaller. Yet all these people have so many questions. Man. Well, yeah, we get, most of our Twitter questions are about, is this yacht or nyat? So what I've done now, instead of answering them on Twitter, I collect them, mm-hmm. and we go over them here in these mini-sodes that'll come out occasionally. So yeah. we've, we've been collecting them on Twitter, but also on Facebook, correct? Yeah. Okay. Whenever we get one on Facebook, we either tell them to go to Twitter or... Uh, just cut and paste. <laughs> or we tell them that this is not the Facebook page for the SiriusXM Yacht Rock Station. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on, too. Um, so I'm playing sailing, because why not? And I'm, I have, like, a personal crisis with Christopher Cross's sailing. like Because it's acoustic guitar-based, which I hate for Yacht Rock, and I'm not sure where it fits because it's not like anything else in Yacht Rock. There's no doobie bounce. It's not in the log line. But that's the thing. Like, if you look at the context of pop music and soft rock at the time... Sailing sort of, it elevates, it's fancier, it's smoother, it's got this aural sweater around its neck. And there's no denying how much smoother it was than other soft rock at the time. And some of today's songs that we're going to talk about will demonstrate that, I think. JD, I have a slight bone to pick. I don't think that's acoustic guitar. I kept looking up live videos of... um of Christopher Cross playing it. It's frequently on an electric 12-string. When he does play it on an acoustic, it's amplified and probably mixed. Sounds like a little bit of a chorus effect on it, too. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of effects on it. Yeah, There's definitely... A, somebody patched a synth plug to get because, this sound. Yeah, because acoustic guitar in the past has been like a death sentence. We're like, fuck that folk rock. That's not yacht rock. Well, that makes sense as to why this appeals to me as yacht I rock. I think so. And then you put some chimes and some strings over it. Yeah. You're fucking there, bro. I don't call that a bone to pick. That's a that's a correction. I'll put my bone to pick with you. This no, is uh, if we disagreed, but we agree. This All is right. the closest thing yacht rock has to the wall of sound. He's hitting you with a giant wave of sound, if you will. Boom. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So. So to make all this yacht and yacht slightly less arbitrary, we're going to be using a term here we call the Yatsky scale. The Yatsky scale is a percentage scale that determines how yachty a song is. So we consider things like sound, like the jazz and R&B influence, the artist as a whole, you know, how much more yacht rock have they done, how much more do they do after this song, uh, and the yacht rock scene, are they a part of the yacht rock scene? Do they have personnel? Which is big. Which is big. Do they have... Yeah, do they have personnel? Like, for example, this is produced by Michael O'Martian, the Steely Dan guy who's produced so much Yacht Rock. Um, and also we, we take into account the lyrics. We don't like straightforward sentimentality. Uh, songs that are really sentimental, like, Oh, I love you, girl. I miss you so much. Uh-oh. That tends to be Yacht Rock. But if, if the lyrics are sort of skewed and weird and sarcastic and dark... Or cloaked in awkward poetry. Exactly. 
You know who else is on this song? Who? Victor Feldman. Shit. With the with coming in with the percussion. Goddamn. Um. So you know, if you get over fifty percent on the on the Yatsky scale, that's a yacht rock song. So to me, sailing rings in at about eighty percent. It's docked big time for the acoustic guitar, but I guess I can take that away. I'm going to bump it up to 90 since we determined it's not acoustic guitar. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of jazz and R&B influence, and there's very high scores on personnel and lyrics. So 90 on the Yasky scale. I would agree. Oh. I, I would put it up at... Uh, I'm going to put it up at 98. Uh, and the reason being is my... <laughs> An arbitrary 8 percentage yep, points. 98. <laughs> and here's why. Because for me, the, uh, the definitive... Uh, like mid-tempo, up-tempo Yacht Rock song is What a Fool Believes. Uh-huh. But I feel like there should be a different sort of blueprint for a ballad. You know, you don't expect the doobie bounce in a ballad, for example. Exactly. Okay, I get it. So I'm, I'm going to call this the definitive Yacht Rock ballad. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. It's and, and, you did, and we don't have to always look for the doobie. We were definitely doobie-centric when we started this podcast. Yeah. But it's definitely, that's one part of the sound. Yeah, yeah I'm here that's in, before I'm, we knew who Jay fucking Graydon was. Yeah, and I'm listening for oh, the log line. Part. I'm listening for that total line. Um, but what, what would you give this on the Yatsky scale? Oh, this is at least at least 90. I would just say it's 100% because I don't see what's not yacht. I think maybe it's its, it's, its own. It's a, Maybe dock it a little bit for its own uh, being its own yacht because this is definitely, it's hard to peg it on all the other stuff. I'm using a lot of yacht terms. Yeah, yeah um, I heard peg in there. Yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not, it doesn't sound like anything else, but it's definitely yacht rock. So it's almost like its own category. So maybe we can take it down a little bit. But. Sailing is 94.5 on the Yasky scale. Okay. That's, the, <laughs> that's the official number. Right. I took the averages. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into this. Song number one. Beyond Yarrock. Mini-sode. You like that? Good live bumper, that Steve. Was great. That was perfect. That was great, Steve. So this is a question from Twitter man. <laughs> this at, is the best part because you at, get to ring these stupid yeah. Twitter handles. At Food for Thought, P-H-O-O-D, number four, <laughs> correctly spelled thought. <laughs> uh, this is a Little River Band with Lady. Now, the Great li- song. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, if we sound a little different, that's because we're recording on home equipment in Dave's house. Uh, wheel Wheelhouse Studios, I'm thinking of calling it. I like it. Yeah. It's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. We're in Dave's wheelhouse. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And in his real house. Yeah, there's a poster of Lemmy on the wall. The Ramones are over there. It's great. Oh, there's a poster of a, or sorry, a portrait of a chimpanzee smoking a cigar and playing yeah. poker. That's Velvet, Hunter. Velvet painting. I got that in T1. That's me? Um, okay. I'm pressing the buttons today. Oh, and Hunter's DJing because my computer's effed up. This is so different. But we'll, let's let's truck along. Um, so this is the little, little River Band with Lady, and the Little River Band's often dropped into the pool of yacht rock. But this song, it just isn't yacht rock to me. I mean, this is this is why I want to kick things off with Sailing. Remember how smooth that one sounded? Yeah. There was there wasn't a rough edge in Sailing. This is nothing but like acoustic fits and starts. There's like this saloon boogie to it, and like a straightforward sentimental lyrics that I hate in yacht rock. So like three strikes, you're off the boat. Yeah, this to me this is just soft rock. You know, it doesn't seem to have the complexity of your standard yacht rock song. Yeah, there's no jazz, no soul R&B influence, which is the main part of yacht rock. Yeah, and none of the like the magic of Christopher Cross. This yeah, sounds I mean, like a Chris- hundred different bands. Christopher Cross doesn't necessarily have a lot of jazz in his sound, like especially in Sailing, and that's why I only gave it 98. But <laughs> but I feel like that's 
There's something, yeah, there's something in this that's just regular old soft rock, I think. That's why I only gave it 98. (laughs) I had to dock it two points, one for jazz and one for R&B. Dock it! Well, that's the term we're using today, bro. Come on, get with it. Um, These guys are from Australia. Yeah, yeah. It's like air supply. That's not cool. And who is, who some might say is our smooth air supply well, air but supply soft. is soft as fuck yes. yes but they are not which is like these guys these guys listen to that guitar yeah that is not you know oddly enough uh, Steve Lukather if he was playing that would sound a little more rockin uh-huh. but it would have a little more, more R&B t- twinge to it mm-hmm. yeah this is also kind of like a soft rock prog song it goes in so many different directions and all of them are jarring and strummy and piano poundy. This is this oh, is like ba- when Ambrosia gets prog. Yeah, exactly. This is just kind of like they're varying from the country formula that they kind of were doing. Right, right. And you know, you you might go to Wikipedia now and you'll see that the current lead singer, the current lead singer who sings with them if they play in 2016, his name is Wayne Nelson, and he was brought on in the 80s to play bass. He used to play with Jim Messina on like one Jim Messina 1980 album. But that's about as Yacht Rock as, as Little River Band gets in the personnel department. And yeah, Messina's and not very Yacht that's Rock. Not yeah. dipping, that's not really dipping and, a toe. And also, Wayne Nelson has absolutely nothing to do with this song. Um, it's sung by a Dutch-Australian <laughs> named, named B. Bertels. That's the worst kind of Australian. A Dutch-Australian, yeah. <laughs> but the best name. Cheap and backwards. Uh, so I'm going to give this one 20% on the Yatsky scale. I... I think I'd go less than that. Um, I'm going to dock it two points and give it 18. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> this guy. Good job, Dave. I'm going to give it 30 because it's so smooth, but it, there's nothing jazzy or R&B-y about this. It's interesting that you bring that up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a 40. Now, the reason why I do this, eh, maybe I'm being a little generous. Maybe it should be about 35. Shut up, you bleeding heart. No, this, this is what I'm going to say, is that Yacht Rock had a lot of this in it, what we're hearing right now, but this was only one part of it. It doesn't have the other parts. So what it does have, it kind of nails. It's it's what it's missing. So I would say I, 33 to 35%, right around. I'll give it a 34%, because it's got one-third of what a Yacht Rock song should be. That sounds right. Good song, though. Okay, yeah, so, nothing wrong with the song. It's uh, just not yacht. Twenty-five point five on the Yatsky scale. All right, lady, put it in the books. Get off the boat. Bye, lady. Beyond the yacht rock. All right, song number two comes from us. Comes to us from Zach Zagger at. Z-A-Z-49. Yeah, there it is. You gotta say that. 49, a terrible sexual position. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, don't even think about it. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's gonna give you chills. You know, this uh, one This one started as a yes for me. Well, let me tell you what it is first. It's called Firefall, You Are the Woman. Mm. Yeah. As- oh, and Zach asked, sorry, Zach asked about Firefall in, in general. So I chose You Are the Woman, as that seems to be the oh. one everybody thinks of yeah. most as Yacht Rock. Yeah. See, I know, I know Firefall. I, I, don't, I don't remember this song very well, but I know Firefall as more of a soft country rock band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this has a lot of those, those hints in it. it. It sounds like crossover country. Yeah, this sounds like, like some of those early rootsy proto-yacht bands where you were getting kind of the, 
the transition from the hippie 60s into, hey, let's sit around the campfire and sing roots music. It'll be groovy kind of a feel. Yeah, this was Loggins and Messina before the jazz and the R&B came yeah. in. And then I think we're running into a trend with this song and, this, and Little River Band before that. These guys, I mean, these guys are American as far as I know. So they don't have that yeah. going against them. Yeah, uh, real. They're, they're from Colorado. <gasps> are, uh, they, are they from Colorado? I don't know. I think they yes, might they be. Are. Their name comes from um, when, I think at Yosemite National Park, they used to light a fire on top of a mountain, like a big bonfire on top of a mountain. And, and just, then somebody fell and died. And then just push oh. it over, and it was called the firefall. Like, right. hey, look, there's a big fire. Now it's falling. All right. They don't do that anymore. Well, Southern California is stealing Colorado's water, right? We're yeah. Taking, uh, we're taking our water from the river. So also central... California's water. Well, it's coming from the same source, yeah. isn't it? Well, we need it more. I need I need some more yacht rock. Uh, I need some more yacht rock attributes to the song. I mean, yeah. you know, fuck the almond farmers. It's, a, it's acoustic guitar based. It's a straightforward sentimental song. The band, yeah, the band's from Boulder, Colorado. There's no personnel of note. One of the founding members was in the Flying Burrito Brothers, which is oh, way more folky Southern rock. Than yeah, the it's yacht. super country rock. Yeah. That's that's in, you're getting in the log line wheelhouse right there. Yeah. Never never quite came over. But the pros, I feel like the flute of the recorder is sweet. The congas make it smooth. I'm gonna give this. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give this song like 30 percent of the Yasky scale. Firefall is a whole 10 percent. So 30 percent for this yeah. song. I'm gonna I'm gonna go 20. I mean, I really like this song. You know what? I'm gonna bump it up to 30 just because I like the flute. Little jazzy flute. I'm gonna go 15. Uh, a little bit of smoothness, and uh, the, I, I did like the flute, uh, but it sounds too much like the Eagles. You know, if the Eagles didn't suck so bad. Ooh, yeah. Good point, good. Steve. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with good 30. Predicate. I'm gonna go with 39. I like your point about the. At least they're from the the U.S. of A. And uh, <laughs> go and, America. And, Thanks, Trump. And they, uh, they, and they had that jazzy little flute in there. So I'm going to give them a, a five extra points over the Little River Band. Um, while you're calculating that, JD, I would like to uh, offer a yacht to- yacht alternative. Oh yes, to this to this song because I know you picked one out. But um, there was a point where uh, where Firefall they did a bad album called uh, Clouds Across the Sun. Um, this one features uh, Loggins' rhythm section, uh, George Hawkins and Tris Imboden. Okay. It's not perfect, but it gets a little more synthy, a little more jazzy R&B. The rest of the album is uh, is it's or the song that I I would I would I would recommend is Dreamer. It's a little spacey. Yeah. So it's, it's like forty nine percent. It doesn't quite get over there. Um this is this got twenty eight point five percent on the Yatsky scale. Get off the boat, Firefall, you are the woman. I like how the Yatsky scale has emboldened you to really be confident <laughs> in your judgments. Yeah, absolutely. It's a Polish guy, uh Gene Yatsky, who invented it. I love Polish people, they're so smart. Hey, thanks, pal. Uh me too. Okay, I'm check. I also feel like our energy's down. Like, like I feel like uh, we're like NPR guys because we're sitting we're in the house. Sitting, we're sitting, right here. We're sitting <laughs> around like the table, sitting having a, a table, lovely evening, having some drinks. We're trying not to mess up because this is a new setup. Let's yeah. go to the next song. Let's keep right. things moving. Beyond your rock. So, song number three is sent to us by John Varner at J O N Varner. Hey Varner. Um, this <laughs> is <laughs> good, good ad lib, guys. This is Carrie Charters. 
Ain't nothing for a heartache. All right, this uh, is getting there. Well, the yeah. name Carrie Charter right off the bat, yeah. that's yeah. a good yacht name. Yeah. I, I haven't heard the song yet. I'm going to take a listen here. I'm really excited about this one, guys. Yeah, this song's so yachty. It's got the right kind of bounce. It yeah. moves in interesting yeah. ways. Yeah, it's weird because this is totally yacht rock mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Carrie Charter is yacht rock. At least on this album, he was totally yacht rock. I actually have Carrie Charter in my, my bone pipe. Ready to be thrown. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. excited to hear more from him. Yeah, and more about Hunter's bone pipe. Do you it's... smoke that, or no, you don't no, want you, to smoke you a bone take, pipe? You or? take the bone out and you throw it. It's just a pipe where you keep your bones in. And you also oh, have man, sex with, real... your, with your male friends with it. But this, this is really yachty. This is from his Love on the Shoestring album, which came out in 78, so it's a bullseye year for Yacht mm-hmm. Rock. Absolutely. And I have some real deep personal research on this one. Oh, you know who co-wrote this? Did you touch a boob to it? No, no. Oh. Well, not yet. Maybe later. <laughs> um, the co-writer of this song was a guy named Baron Longfellow. Oh, he's, I, got, he's oh. got quite the bone pipe. Do you really? Do you really want to? Do you want to expose this cat? I do. Okay. I do. We just all found out about this. Yeah, it's the st- Well, I knew who it was. I didn't know he who, was wait, on who's this. Who's Baron Longfellow? It's the stage name of Canada's answer to the Neil Diamond question that nobody asked. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Marina Rock. Stalwart, number. Well, I fucked it up. Number. Uh, there's no number. Andy Kim. Andy Kim. Andy Kim. And I was going to guess he... that Baron Longfellow was what you called your dick. No, that's uh, no. Uh, little, it's little, even better. No, it's definitely a porn name though. Little Dave. Uh, <laughs> so dumb. Andy Kim. Andy Kim chose himself a porn name. Yeah. And decided to record under it. Actually, Andy Kim isn't his real name. It's like Andrew. Kim, it's uh, some Lebanese. Kimeski. Kim, yeah. Um, uh, but he co-wrote "Sugar Sugar" for the Archies, and uh, he sang and performed the Marina Rock staple "Rock Me Gently." Uh, so he, wait, he co-wrote "Sugar Sugar." So it took more than one person to write that song. Yeah, but if you listen to it, there's he's a lot totally of sh- ripping off uh, "Cherry Cherry" by Neil Diamond. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a lot definitely. of sugars in that song. You yeah. need a lot of mines. So back onto this song. We talked about the sound being Wait, right. Wait, no, I don't want to go back on that song. Oh, just one second. Okay. I want to say... I, you just want to say? I just want to say... Baron Longfellow, I think, might be Andy Kim's Yacht Rock persona. We might have, I, to, we might have to explore that later. I think, I think you're That's right. That's all I wanted to say, okay. J.D. Like Admiral Big Dick or something like that? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> oh, he's stuck on it. Um... So I, I like this song as Yacht Rock, especially because it's a notch below disco, and that's something that makes Yacht Rock really pop, is that disco yeah, spirit. Yeah, it's not quite disco. Yeah. It doesn't go full-on cheesy like disco mm-hmm. or but commercial does, like disco. It does have that R&B underpinning that yeah, disco also has. has that rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kerry's a Canadian. He used to bum <laughs> around with Gary Puckett, but he made this in the studio with a man that we like to call Michael O'Mardian of sailing producer fame and used to play keys from Steely yeah. Dan and has drums, drums by Victor Feldman. I'm going to play this again because by Victor real. Feldman. Yeah, it's that yeah. percussion. Um, Just like sailing, he had yeah. the percussion. I think yeah. it was the drum. Yeah. And lyrically, this is a song about a heartbroken, lonely loser boy, a fool, if you will, even though it never yeah. says fool. <laughs> well, you know. But, you you know, know what he's talking about. You know. Heartbroken, talking about fools. heartbroken, lonely loser boys is a great topic that Yacht Rock tends to love. So I'm giving this one and 85 on the Yasky scale. Oh, I'm more than that for me because of uh, Baron Longfellow. Mm-hmm. I'm going 90. I'm 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 uh, I'm trumping you both and I'm going 94. <laughs> He's building a wall. He's trumping us both. I'm building a wall made of smooth, making Canada pay for it. Um so I just want to I just want to say 
that on this on this album, uh, which was "Love on a on a Shoestring," um, which is very foolish. We also have a uh, trumpet, uh, Chuck Finley, who's been known to be on some stuff. But the interesting thing about Kerry Charter is he had an album. I think he only had two albums. His album before this was called Part Time Love. You actually, it was actually more had more yacht rockers on that album. You had Jeff Percaro on on drums. He was the main one. He had Feldman with him, um, Finley, basically everybody but Jeff Percaro. But if you listen to that first Kerry Charter album, he's doing country. It's all country. It's not yacht rock. What year did that come out? Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Can you uh, have a list? Nineteen seventy-seven. Okay, so it's a little. And this little, one came out in nineteen seventy-eight. So I think he got the fever. Uh-huh. He got the fever. He was hanging out with the yacht rock. He got, got that yacht fever, fever so in that wh- first one. What do you give this song on the Yasky scale? This is ninety-five. Hey, all right. Um. Uh, so that gives it a ninety-one. That's our highest Yasky ranked scale. one yet. Yeah. So Charter that boat, baby. Welcome to the boat, Kerry Charter. You are a yacht rocker. Beyond yacht rock. So song number four is sent to us by Blaine Turner at Blen does Twitter, but the I in Twitter is a one. Oh, tricky. Yeah, yeah good so. to know if you're going to look him up. And it's spelled Blen, not Blaine, even though his name is Blaine. It's Blen. Yeah. Uh, or is it B? <laughs> it's Blen. Okay, Blen. This is Sade. With smooth operator, he asked. Good old Sade. Sade is Nyat Rock, right? Well, that's what I always assume. Yeah. I'm not so sure, Blaine. Let's take a look at it. So this is a key album in a moment when smooth jazz began to split from Yacht Rock and become its own beast. And sh- here's a fun fact: Sade is a band actually made up of Sade Adu and some dudes. Yeah. So this is from their debut splash album, Diamond Life, from 1984. The perfect year for such a cusp yacht rock song. This is a revolutionary album. A hello to adult contemporary and goodbye to yacht rock. I feel like if this came out two or three years prior and you swap that sax for maybe a guitar or definitely keys, you'd be in the yacht wheelhouse. It would throw it over the top. But uh, to me, that sax makes it a little too sultry. Yeah, it's definitely sultry. The, the jazz and R&B influences are obvious in this one. Um, and these guys are from London. So they represent a departure from the SoCal sound. Um, and it, this, I like the song starts with kind of a trying rap, kind of a weird kind of talking part. There's smooth congos, a mellow bass groove. And yeah, I'd rather have a guitar than sax. Um, there's no session guys or production staff of note. And Sade's, they're a pretty self-enclosed unit. Yeah, they're widely known as not being yacht rock. Wish we had a term for it. And, oh, wait. Yacht. And England had a had a bit of a their own little smooth jazz sort of uh, scene. I've and because I've only heard a couple a few things from them that and they all kind of sound like yacht rock, but it's not. I think there was definitely some influences and probably some influences of the Quiet Storm in the U.S. and came to this. Uh, Sade was in a band called Pride, and I think the other guys who were in that band which was like i want to say like a dancey british dance band and they said you should you should be the band anyways um, um wait, that's real, who those guys are this part of the song where they talk about la and key largo I actually give the song bonus points for that linking a warmer ocean locale to the north which is what yacht rock does for us so lyric and lyrically this is a portrait of a nefarious black-hearted character which steely dan would love uh, the lyrics are poetic and interesting, just like the music, so that's a plus. 
Uh, Hunter, I was going to say before what, what you were talking about. There was a movement called uh, in Britain called Sophistipop. There it is, which was sort of uh, influenced so, by like it was it was like it was like Chardé. Like Sophistipop, Guy Fieri's favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a little more sophisticated than that. It was just kind of a uh, urbane uh, American R and B influenced. And it probably heavily arranged pop, uh, like uh, the Style Council with Paul Weller. Uh, Simply Red was sort of a blue-eyed soul group from kind of from that movement. Why can't I? Why can't I remember the name of uh, the George Michael saxophone song? Uh, Careless uh, Whisper. Careless Whisper. That's in my notes. I guarantee you that scene had an influence on that. Yeah. This was yeah. this was England's closest thing England had to their yacht rock scene, I would imagine. You know what's actually a pretty good litmus test for a lot of these songs? If you put one of these on YouTube and listen to it and see what the next song that pops up is, yeah, yeah. their algorithms are pretty spot on. And the way I came up with what, what you just said, Hunter, the very next song was Careless Whisper. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a better companion piece to this than anything yacht. Which is why I would consider this a real Goldie Hawn and throw it overboard. Ooh, jeez. No. Oh, I mean, oh, my. You kind of nudge it overboard. I, I, I had surprised him doing this, but I would give this 51% on the Yasky scale. Wait, you're saying Put, it is? Wait, I'm what, putting wait. it just barely. It's just barely Yacht Rock. How dare you? Yeah. 51% uh, on the Yasky scale. I, we I'm have at, to balance him out. I'm yes. at 35. You No, you're not. You're at 49. I changed my okay, mind. Okay. Once I came up with that sweet Goldie Hawn bit. <laughs> okay. okay, Steve? I'm going with 26.5 on the Yatsky scale. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. And I'll explain why. <laughs> Go ahead. There's we got much, lots of time. Don't there's worry. There's too much fucking going on in this song. It's about a smooth operator. He fucks. Listen to this music. He's not a fool. He fucks. He's not a fool. Exactly. But Steely Dance characters fuck. Yeah, but they're not like but 100% they're, they're yacht rock. Being, they're mostly they're more being observed from a from an ironic distance. Okay, okay. So is this guy? So is this guy? But it's not. It sounds like she's been hurt by the smooth operator. She's warning other women about the smooth operator. I feel like she's a narrator. You're not anyway. My my score is locked, so you can't convince me otherwise. Hunter, I'm gonna go with 38. percent Like like the other one, it had a uh, it, like a little river, river band. It had one third there it was mostly all the jazz. None, none of the awkward uh, white country maleness of <laughs> that that mm-hmm. appears in Yacht, Yacht Rock, uh, um, and then it was definitely its own scene. This okay. is not Yacht Rock; it's its own thing. All right, so it's a that's, pop. That's uh, that's thirty thirty seven point six two five percent. Thank you for that point five, Steve. Get off the boat, Sade. We don't super, need you. You're super smooth, but you are not licensed to operate a yacht. He's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this next one comes from me. This is my Yacht Rock cover band playlist beef. <laughs> uh, we need more beefs. Yeah. This is Holland Oats Man Eater. The best way to promote a podcast is to is to troll people on Twitter. I do it all the time. Every night when I put my daughter to bed, I go on the Twitter account and search for the word Yacht Rock, and I yell at people who say the wrong song is strangers. I've got a lot of people into the podcast. JD, that way. think people are. Th- are having a good laugh thinking that you're you're messing with them thinking that you're fooling you're <laughs> no, not <laughs> I'm no fool no you are full of hatred okay. <laughs> so uh, this song comes from me taking a look at the Yacht Rock Review set list yeah, for those of you not familiar Yacht Rock Review R-E-V-U-E they're an insanely popular tribute band that misses the mark in a lot of ways they uh, fail we, to follow the arbitrary rules that we set out in a podcast <laughs> from earlier this year. And we need to 
discuss the look of disgust you have on your face right now oh, while you're talking, Jamie. Oh they can't God. see this at home. Okay, but here's the thing about them. They're they're doing way better at spreading the popularity of Yacht Rock than we are. Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Way better. They've done a way better job. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're, they're stoking the fire with a ton of Yacht Rock songs and dressing like clowns. Uh, so what they play, Literally? I like to call Nyat Schlock. Not literal clowns, but like, hey, I got this polyester shirt I wore at a Halloween party in 2003. Yeah, it's, oh, so basically it's, everybody who shows up to all the Yacht Rock events we've ever done over exactly, the years. It's people, where, that where show up dressed like, people that show up dressed like Magnum P.I. instead of like Pablo Cruz. Put them on stage, give them in- instruments, that's Yacht Rock. That's, that is, there is not that much difference between those two, two things. So I, I mustache. Know. I know it. There you go. So they're kind of like Coco said, keep the fire. So the Yacht Rock Review said, hey, we got a pile of old tires and some gas in the garage. <laughs> well, let's get that fire going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so here's a, this is a song they cover, uh, attempting to put it in the Yacht Rock banner. Um, Hollow Notes Maneater. Now, Hollow Notes is not implicitly, automatically Yacht Rock. They have their own no. thing going. And you have to take their work on a case-by-case basis. Yeah, because they dip their toes in so many different genres and yeah. styles. Yeah, not much fits, but let's give let's give Maneater a fair shake. Well, Kenny Loggins himself referred to Hollow Notes as the Philly sound, you know, like almost to as an effort to differentiate it from pure yacht rock. Yeah, and this is from their 1982 album H2O, which puts it nicely in the yacht rock timeline. There's some easier yacht rock. Fits not these guys though. I mean. what? I, um, Not for them. Yeah. But, I mean, there's some easier Yacht Rock fits on the album, like this song written by Sarah Allen called Open All Night, and there's this Oates written and sung song called Italian Girls, which <laughs> oh, is outrageous. You have to go terrible. listen to it it's right so now. It's so terrible. It's so great. Um... And it's, it's closer to Yacht Rock song than this, but for the most part, like the album as a whole is not Yacht Rock, and Maneater is the first track, the thesis statement. Mm. And it's a great song, but... It is a great song. Ooh, I don't think it's Yacht Rock. Um, Maneater, they're singing about a lady. Doing, having sex with a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any yacht rock songs where they're singing about the opposite of sexes and their adventures in in Loveland? No, all the men have the power in yacht rock songs. <laughs> well, it's not. Yeah, I don't think no there's, wise man has that. Power. I don't. Oh, I think, thought he said white man. I don't think they have the power. I think they're they're talking about themselves being impotent, <laughs> mostly in yacht rock songs. Uh, this this one's way too synthy. For me, and sexy. Yeah, it's like Motown in space. That baseline <laughs> is so Motowny. Yeah, they're oh. like doing this floaty new wave Steve, thing. Steve, that's, a, re- that's and a really good point. It's I did absolutely my... new wave too. These yeah. guys were doing full on new wave. At I time. did my my uh, YouTube algorithm test. The very next song that came up was Rockwell's "Someone's Watching Me." I don't like that test. Don't do that test anymore. What? Use your use your gut. Not YouTube's algorithm. Anyway, uh-huh. fun fact: Oates plays drums. You just broke my spirit, JD. You much, can build much it like he just broke the Yacht Rock Reviews. Oates spirit. played these electronic drums. He played the drums. <laughs> yeah, he did a good job. I had a Yamaha drum, drum machine too. Uh, uh, so this is. I, I would oh, like oh, to. Oh, oh, I want to say something about the lyrics. Uh, it's all metaphors about cheeky jungle cats. It's too clever for Yacht Rock. Yeah, uh, and the British pronunciation of Jaguar just throws it as far <laughs> far away from Yacht Rock as. Yeah. As can be. Yacht Rock's about genuine feelings. It's not like, listen to all the metaphors about no. hungry cats I can come up with. Um, there are also, there's some there's some yacht alternatives to this. Uh, do you want to oh, score it first? Oh, let's score it first. Because um, we have to tell <laughs> the Yacht Rock Review what they should be playing instead of this. Right. Oh, yeah, um, we have to. It won't be clou- uh, crowd pleasers, though. 
or cloud. No, features. I have one. I have no, one. They'll That's be less popular I, if they listen to us. I don't want your yacht. To, I have come up with something that they well, can play you're that is take going it. to be a crowd pleaser. Okay. Um, but we anyway, can all offer yacht alternatives. I give uh, I give this thirty five on the thirty five percent on the Yatsky scale. I'm going twenty five. I'm tempted to go higher just to spite you because I really like my YouTube algorithm test. <laughs> but it's starting. I'll, I'm going to deal with it. Twenty five. Uh, do you want me to go? Go ahead. Okay, I am going to go with a uh, a twenty nine, hmm. not quite thirty. Um, they're no, you don't want to go thirty. They're they're doing their Philly sound. They're they're doing their soul, which a lot of people confuse with R and B. They're doing their soul with a uh, new wave sound, and which are two things that are like they're almost going towards yacht rock, and then they make a go the other way, and so dropping them down from the thirty three. I, I agree with your assessment, but I'm giving them an even lower score because of it. I'm going with eight. <laughs> eight on the Yatsky scale. Wow. And that puts Hollow Oats Man Eater 24% of the Yatsky scale. You got to stop playing a Yacht Rock review. Instead of playing this, here's what you should play. Hit the next song, Hunter. Oh, boy. Oh, b- really? Yeah, hit the next oh, song. Oh, this is just, you're just, you're not even giving him a Hollow Oats Yacht alternative. No. Why would they need a Hall and yeah. This song is so much better. Yeah. Turn Your Love Around by George Benson. I haven't seen it on their list. And boy, oh boy, would the crowd go apeshit yeah. for it and it's actual Yacht Rock. You could tell the story of how it was written. Yeah. yeah. Jay, Jay Graydon on the toilet. Yeah. You guys can have that story. You've taken yeah. everything else. Take that too. You know, you know, Jay Graydon played with Hall and Oates on an album. I bet these guys, I bet Yacht, Yacht Rock Review tours with all sorts of Yacht Rockers. They're a real deal. They'll be touring with Jay Graydon soon. They're going to be best friends. You know, we had an opportunity. I'm going to be sitting in a studio being bitter. We had an opportunity to appear with them in Austin uh, because of scheduling and some other things that didn't work out. But it would have been a really good chance for an old-timey street fight. No, well, I mean, we didn't do it. Or we, we could, like, meet them and hang out. And we, did, we didn't do it because I knew there'd be 5,000 people at their show and three at ours, and I, it would have made me depressed. All right. I was trying not to say that part, but okay. <laughs> lay it out there. Hey, uh, hey everybody out there. Look on along the red ledge on uh, Hollow Notes and try to find the Yacht Rock song on there. There's some Graydon, there's some Foster, and there's some Pages. And then look on Ecstatic. There's there's uh, might be a Yacht Rock song on there too. Yeah, and then if yeah. you find it, tweet at Yacht Rock. Tweet it to and us. ask. And is this the one? Is yeah. this the right one? Yeah, and uh, bring your uh, ask us your yacht and yacht questions at Yacht Rock and Twitter. Uh, yeah, we're saving them up for more of these future uh, mini-sodes. And hopefully we're a little more comfortable and we don't uh, do our NPR voices into the yeah, mic. Yeah, we'll get there. Well, we might do it in the actual studio. Uh, so, so this far- is a studio. We, we have <laughs> a put studio. We worked hard on this, JD. Just like the Yacht Rock Review works hard on their stage show. Uh, follow me on Twitter at JD Riznar. Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve H. Follow Dave at David B, David underscore B underscore Lions. Oh, going back. Yeah. Back in uh, time. Do, do, his, do his Twitter algorithm trick. Have some fun with it. I'm sorry. It was, uh, it was YouTube. And it's, 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 it's only oh, YouTube. Inter- it's interesting. Listen, it's it, not 100% accurate, it's, no, but it's, it's, fun, it's a to, fun hole to go down. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's to spark conversation. It's helped me on many a genre, actually. Mm. Oh, okay. it's, it's actually helped me. It's turned me on to a, a couple of songs I wouldn't have thought yeah, of. Yeah, so suck my load, JD. I'll be happy to. Um, follow Hunter at Hunter Stare. Follow the Yacht Rock Review at Yacht Rock Review. <laughs> U-E. Uh, 
Like as we continue to troll people who were inspired by us. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. And inspired more people to find our (laughs) podcast and the show that we did. Listen, my my anger is all I have, guys. Let me have it. Rate and review us on iTunes. You have... you wait. You hey, have a you have an awesome T-shirt on right now. Yeah. You have that too. And a beautiful I'm a, I'm, child that hates yacht rock. I'm, I'm, my child hates yacht rock. Go to yachtrock.com for a very useful experience. You can buy the yacht rock Beyond Yacht Rock T-shirt. You can read our captain's blog. I'm getting volunteers. I'm getting real journalists volunteering to write things for the captain's I blog. Oh, really? I saw that. Things are going to get hot on yeah. the captain's blog. But just so everybody knows, you could have anger and a really nice T-shirt, a premium T-shirt from yachtrock.com. They really are premium. Whoever picked those out did a great job. Um, theme and bumpers by Rob Crow. Thanks to producer Dustin Marshall. He's not here. We didn't need yeah, him. Yeah. You know what? Hunter and I are the producers today. Yeah, so thanks, thanks to us. producer Dave and Hunter for setting yeah. up this wonderful home studio. Hunter produced it. I financed it. Uh, that's a pretty Hey, I, I, I paid for a bunch of stuff. That's true. Uh, you did. You just you got need a, an excuse to go to the Guitar Center. I did. Uh, I got a drink holder for a mic stand. <laughs> for me and Steve. You did. That's true. That Wait, is where true. is it? Uh He'll show you later. Check out other Feral Audio podcasts at feralaudio.com. And please patronize our friends at redrickcoffee.com, subscription coffee that supports artists. It's smooth enough to give Hunter minimal anxiety. As a bonus, has never given Dave diarrhea. Yeah, that's that true. And it that's was, easy it was something to do. else. It was mm-hmm. something else. Hey, I had a house guest last weekend. She had some coffee. You know what didn't happen? What? She didn't get diarrhea. <sighs> Jesus. Huh. Use promo code YachtRock and get 30% off the, your possible non-diarrhea causing beans. Yeah. Uh, your first bag of those beans. It's R H E T O R. We've coffee. We've proved that with science. Mm-hmm. And you should probably go see Yacht Rock Review for a fun time. I think that I, they're probably a blast. Yeah, they're on yeah. the the Atlantic coast, right? Uh, yeah, at- from Atlanta, Atlanta. They're in Atlanta, Atlanta, at- Atlanta, and yeah. the Atlantic mm-hmm. coast. Is there a river in Atlanta? Maybe they live by the Atlanta River, mm-hmm. the muddy river, a little river. Mm-hmm.